Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Clarence Court is home to Britain's widest collection of free-range eggs since 1928. Our traditional heritage birds produce a distinctively rich and iconic yolk that takes home cooking from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Loved by chefs and favoured by foodies, each shell is stamped with its own royal crown. It's time for you to discover the wonderful world of fabulous eggs by fabulous birds. Clarence Court. This podcast may contain some strong language and adult themes. Oh, hello, and welcome along to Dish from Waitrose. I am Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartnett. And today we have a special episode, don't we, Angela? We do. It's just you and me. Just me and you. Round of applause for Angela and me. (laughs) Yeah. But listen, we're not entirely alone, as we are surrounded by piles of cheese and some bottles of wine as well. And as much as I love a guest, this is pretty ideal. This is loads of cheese, loads of chutneys, nibbles, crackers. I think we basically have the Waitrose cheese counter. Yeah, around us, basically. It is the season, I feel, for cheese and wine. It is. Um, Now, we do have an expert joining us very shortly Mm -hmm. on the podcast. We have Helen McGinn. Helen McGinn is friend of the show, also known as the Knackered Mother. Yes. Which I didn't know her as the Knackered Mother. Yeah, that's how she started it I know, all. Yeah. I didn't realise that. No, but she did all this and she's written all these books about wine, yes. advice and her friends. She used to be a wine buyer for a supermarket as yes. well. She knows her stuff. She has the Knackered Mother's Wine Club. And she's brilliant. She's a big fan. She's always promoting us. She's always just she? Yeah, she loves oh. this. She loves mm. it. And of course, you've been on Saturday Kitchen with her. Yeah. And she's great. You'll have seen her on the telly. So she's going to be joining us to run us through some wines and yes. what works with some cheeses as well. We're also going to be answering some of your questions that we've had through Instagram. And love getting some questions. Like this one from Lucy. The Good Knife has a quick and simple question. It's a yay or a nay. Subject is fondue. Nay. Nay! <laughs> yeah. What? I'll tell you for why. In my other life, outside of Dish and You, yes. I run a restaurant or a yeah. few restaurants, and one of them is seasonal in the French Alps. Yes. And that is all about fondues. Uh-huh. And, fond- and by the time you've done a season in the French Alps, you're sick of a fondue. That's just from abuse. Yeah, I do fondue like abuse. a fondue. I do like fondue. Neil I and I had fondue. fondues in Switzerland once, mm. and we ended up with three at the table. Oh, great. No idea what happened, but they just kept coming. And literally the whole restaurant were laughing at us. And I was going, why do they keep serving us fondue three? and We laugh? obviously just want one. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I'm yay, Lucy the good knife. I love it with a potato. Nice. Rather than the rather bread. Rather than the bread. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I never had that till I went skiing. Yeah. Do you have the charcuterie then? Bit of the salad as well? Mm. Not really. No. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice to have on the plate. Yeah. But for me, it's the potato and it's the cheese. The potato. Mm. Uh, yeah. To be fair, potato and cheese. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I've only been skiing once. And yeah. my highlight was the fondue the skiing not so much fair enough fair enough I didn't realise it'd be snowy everywhere well Well, you think they just bring it in no I thought it was just on the slopes and like they'd carve a path Oh, some places do, to be fair. Yeah, well, not where I was. So you couldn't walk anywhere, really? No, because I, I, the only shoe I brought 
was, it was a leather a, loafer. I actually or brought a suede boot, and then I just fell over constantly for four days because <laughs> they were so the slippy, and I ruined the suede shoes. Oh my yeah. god! But I thought they'd be like Pat. I didn't realize you had to have like. Snow That's got to be before on. Misha's time. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. I was like was... dressed just like this. I was yeah. like, oh, I just didn't realize we'd be outside so much. Idiot. It's good that we've got Helen in, by the way, because from tomorrow, the Waitrose Food Magazine. That's the one that you see in store. You can get it online as well. Has a feature all about wine pairings and cheese. So if you want to know even more, pick it up. Let's get Helen in, shall we? Yes. We have Helen again, friend of the show, also known as the Knacker Mother. Helen is here, everybody. Hi, Helen. How are you? I'm so well. I'm so happy to be here around the dish table. Oh, my God. I the know. dish table. Yeah. Thanks for coming to see us. Yeah, well, thank you. Look you look fab. I love that sparkly top. It's my disco top. It's yes. love it. I love it. <laughs> but the disco top, I got excited it was for us. It's not for us. Well, A no, bit for us. It's a bit for you. It's a nice coincidence. Yeah, it's multitasking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, because I'm going out later. Oh, fair Yes, oh, yeah. I'm going to see Mamma Mia. Nice. Later. Yes, I am. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. So, but you're a big disco ABBA fan, aren't you? I mean, come on. I am that cliche. I love a dance floor. I love ABBA. Like, yeah. That's Do you have a favourite ABBA tune? Oh, got well, it's one of those ones where when everyone comes on, you're like, oh my God, I love, love this, one. this one. And then the next one, oh, I love yeah. this one. I did go and see the ABBA Voyage, you know, the oh, show yeah. out in the middle yeah. of nowhere. That is incredible. Really Everyone said that. that I do. Can we, we go? go Seriously. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, and when they mom. play, um, what's the one? Eagle. Oh, yeah. Everyone cries. My uh, friend went to see it and took one of her friends and then they didn't realise it was holograms. Mm. She was like, they look good. <laughs> it was like, they're holograms. For their age, they look They look amazing. so good for their age. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a hologram. That's why it looks good. Now, you've done wine tasting with quite the array of people. I have. Do you have any strong memories of people where you were like, what is my life that I'm drinking wine with this person? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was the day where there was a live show and then a pre-record and it was Atomic Kitten in the morning and Sooty and Sweep in the afternoon. And I... <laughs> By the afternoon, and I can tell you, City can put his sherry away oh, as well. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was one of those moments where I did wonder if I was dreaming or yeah. how I got there. Yeah, yeah, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what is happening? Now, nearly Christmas time. Yeah. It's wine time. It is. Although I always feel like summer's wine time too, and maybe Easter. Like, it's some everywhere. <laughs> all year round. It's all, all year, year round. You know what my time. answer is going to be. Yeah, you're like, it's all year round. It's all year round. Yeah. It's all year round. So we're going to have, which does feel definitely festive, a cheese board. Yep. So we have an array of cheeses in front of us. Do you think that cheese and wine do go as hand in hand as we all think? Oh, 100%. There are so many similarities, because when you think about it, with wine, we talk very much about the place, the sense of place, the ageing of it, you know, the different way it's made. Very much in wine, the winemaker is part of the story, and I think that's the same yeah. for cheese. And would you say more, because traditionally it's always been port, hasn't it, and like Madeira's, these fortified yeah. wines, would you say... These days, it's just a great red or white or whatever you feel like. You're absolutely right. It is whatever you feel like. Yeah. But there is a, a very simple way of mm. if you put the right style of wine with a different style of cheese, yeah. it will bring out the best in both. Sure. That's the secret, really. Now, you brought along five wines today. Yes. First of all, we're going to start with bubbles. We are. Do you think that's the best way if you are going to have a, a night on the wine to start with bubbles? Always start with bubbles. And sometimes finish with bubbles and as finish, well. And finish, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, we've got into now, when we have people over finishing with a glass of champagne. It's a palate cleanser. Trouble with us, though, is we have some nice wines, because 
and I'm a bit of a nutter. Like I think, oh, save them, save them. And Neil's like, come on, just drink them. So once you've had a bit, Neil will just go in the cellar. I'm like, oh my god, he's opening that. Why? <laughs> and actually, he's sort of absolutely right because what are you saving it for? Exactly, you've got to drink the wine. So we are. We're starting with bubbles. So the idea is here we have got five different styles of cheese. Yeah. And to go with it, we've got five different styles of wine because Ooh. just as you said, Angela, very often. Yeah people think straight away of port or red wine. And actually, I would say that more cheese works better with white or different styles of wine, Mm. sparkling or white rather than red. Because really, all you're trying to do is match the flavour, the weight of intensity of flavour, with the same as what you've got in your glass. So if you've got something really big and heavy in your glass, Mm. you're not going to taste a nice, delicate, like cheese. Mm. So it's just about trying to get the matching right. So we've got bubbles with the first one. This is a Graham Beck from South Africa. Mm. So classic match is brie and champagne, talking about champagne. Mm. But if you want something similar to champagne that is not as expensive, then this is made in the same way as champagne, but it's from South Africa. So it gets its bubble from a second fermentation in the bottle, Mm -hmm. and that's the secret. But the reason why this will work really well with any creamy cheese is thinking about the creaminess and the fattiness, mm. which is why I love cheese so much, it's full of fat. But the wine has got the freshness, the acidity, yeah. and that's what you want. And cuts bubbles, it. exactly, cuts mm. through that creaminess. But Ange, actually, you've got another great tip with bubbles. Well, we, I went on one of these, you know, wine trips, and we ended up going to Champagne and visiting this very famous house called Jacquesson. Oh, yeah. And we had a fantastic lunch and brilliant and great company. I was with Mark Hicks and Robin and blah, blah, blah. But at the end, I, you know, we'd been drinking champagne and wine and stuff, and at the end, he gave us Parmesan with mm. champagne, which yeah. I'd never done in my life. Yeah. It was delicious. So we've got, we haven't got Parmesan, we've got Pecorino. Yeah. Mm. So I think try yeah. that, you yeah. know, and you've got the natural saltiness in those hard cheeses that I think work well with it. And mm. that's exactly it. The, mm. the saltiness yeah. and then the bubbles just help cut through that. So Nick will be our taste test. Oh, Nick, yes. Yes. He'll be the one to go, nah. Nah, don't <laughs> I <care>. Helen, you <laughs> go. go so you've got bubbles for that one yeah. and for the creamy one okay. here. That's a Cornish brie. Yeah. So very much like the French brie, but it's from, the, as we say, the West Country. Yeah. And it's handmade farmhouse cheese, very buttery, very milky, but it's still quite a delicate flavour. It's not like some of the really soft, strong cheese. You know, brie to me has very mild flavour, I think. That's it. And that's why I think Bubbles is such a good match because the flavours are light and elegant rather than kind of, you know, big and in your face. I'm going to put that on my little plate there. Lovely, look at this. This is brilliant. What should we go for first? Go Pecorino. Go Pecorino. Yeah, Bubbles Pecorino. Okay. Mm I love your big glasses, by the way. I, do. I feel I very at home. These and these I can't things. drink from a flute. Also, I knock it over. Yeah, yeah that's, flutes yeah, so knock that's it. it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How good is that? Mm, that was really good. Because you mm. got that. They do go so well together, mm. don't they? Yeah. I expect to see this on your Christmas cheese board. Hey, I always do a cheese board at Christmas, Helen. And also, I would go cheese rather than pudding. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Same here. Much rather have a cheese board. Mm. I know. Lovely. Mm. And then do that and with the creaminess of that and then have a mm. lug of the bubbles and see what that does to the palate. Mm. Basically, it just freshens it up, ready for you to mm. eat more. Yeah, they, yeah. That, the cheese <laughs> makes me want to drink. Yes. The drink makes me want there to eat. There you are, you see? <laughs> yeah. What can I it's say? It's doing its job. Yeah. It's doing its job. Mm-hmm. That's exactly oh, Yeah, it. you're laughing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I prefer the bubbles with the creamy. I do, actually, yeah. The I really like bubbles with creamy cheese. Mm. Oh, that's I a feel new so one on decadent, me. the creaminess yeah. of the bubbles, doesn't it? Yeah, I like it. it is. But it's why bubbles works really well mm. with anything deep fried, mm. the way it cuts through things. So like 
fish and chips. I never Anything thought of that like that. Yeah. Wow. What, fish and chips and a bottle no, of champagne? No, no. Well, no, not so much that, but never that bubbles and fried stuff. Yeah, so arancini mm. and prosecco, that's yeah. one of my favourite combinations. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's so good. That is really great. That's the Graham Beck. And then for the goat's cheese yeah. next to it, yeah. the classic match for goat's cheese, and this really comes from the kind of go local. So very often if you find a cheese from somewhere, you'll find a wine nearby that just happens mm -hmm. to work really well with it. Oh, wow. So Chavignol in the Loire Valley is one of the best goat's cheese in the world from there. And the village is a stone's throw from Sancerre. Yeah. And so Sancerre, which is made from Sauvignon Blanc, goes really well. But what I've done here for the wine I've got for you for the goat's cheese, we've stuck with the Sauvignon Blanc grape. Mm -hmm. But again, sometimes the trick is to find the same grape, but for somewhere that perhaps isn't quite as expensive. So we've gone to Bordeaux. Yeah. Bordeaux makes brilliant Sauvignon Blanc because it has got that kind of cool maritime climate. Mm. So you've got the Roque Blanche there, Sauvignon Blanc from Bordeaux. I'm really good with goat's cheese. All right, let's have a little bit of the goat's cheese and try that with the Sauvignon Blanc. Helen, you get involved there. Okay. By the way, if you are listening to this and you're like, I want that wine... And I want that cheese. All of these wines and all of these cheeses are available naturally at Waitrose. I was going to say, go and check out the recipe on waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. But the recipe basically is open the bottle and get the cheese out of the packet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Done. But I love going around someone's house and especially at Christmas for a cheese board and some wine. Oh, yeah. There is so much good wine out there. Yeah. You just got to know where to look. So how do you know when you see that sort of two-mile aisle of yeah. wine? How do you know where to begin? What would you give somebody to listening to this? Yeah. who's like, going to get the wine in for Christmas. How do they go about picking what's good? I think you have to take the same approach. Like if you're going clothes shopping, for mm. example, you know, which is a bit of a bore. But if you know what you're looking for then chances are you're going to yes. find it more easily. So wine, do a bit of preparation before you get into the wine aisle because the last thing you want to do mm. is panic buy mm. in the wine aisle because that never ends well. Because what will happen is you'll just end up going for something that you always buy, which is fine if that's what you want to do. But I always think we don't eat the same food every day. Yeah. Yes, it seems so much easier for us to get stuck in a wine rut. Mm -hmm. And I, given there are so many different things out there, I always try and make sure that whatever bottle I'm opening is different to the last one I had. And I appreciate, I mean, that's my day job. So sure, I, I get yeah. to try a lot of wines. Yeah. But even when I'm at home, I will try and make mm. sure I'm drinking something different and that will go with whatever's going to be mm -hmm. on the plate. But what sort of wine? Because we all have it, don't we? We're at home, we've come in from work and we just want a glass of wine. Yeah. We don't want to open something that's 30 quid. But, you know, in, in France and Italy, they always have what they call van de table, like the yeah. table wine that you get in a restaurant. That's like the house wine, I the suppose, house in a way. So I think... Italian white is yeah. a really good place to start sure, for that because yeah. there are so many different grape varieties. Yeah. And you can get, obviously, you can get Chardonnay and Sauvignon from anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. But in Italy, you could have a different grape variety every day of the week yeah. if you wanted to and never drink the same thing twice. And they're not expensive because, yeah. you know, they're not from regions that have got a big sparkly name attached to yeah. them. So they don't come with like an extra additional cost mm. because they come from a big name. So. I always think the Italians, their white wine, you can drink it young. Yeah. It's cheap, yeah. but it's very drinkable. Verdicchio is, that's a great, yeah, I love yeah. Verdicchio. Vermentino is another one. Yeah. Basically any great beginning with a V. Yeah. <laughs> 
Get it down there. So this is the Sauvignon Blanc, and we're going to have that with the, the goat, goat cheese. cheese yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. So it's following the same principle mm. that Sancerre and the Chavignol, but this is a Sauvignon Blanc, which is the same grape as Sancerre, but from Bordeaux instead. So just not as expensive, yeah. does the same job. And the same, the soft creaminess of the cheese works well, and it's cut with that acidity, isn't it? The acidity, Because exactly. you always think Sauvignon Blanc acidic, you know? Yeah. yeah. Some people either yeah. love it or hate it, don't they? Well, it's like really it. light and lemony. You love a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That combination, mm. yeah. It's a nice, really yeah. nice That's combination. That's like a bit, like, fun herbage. and fruity. Yeah, a bit herby. Yeah. So mm. what I love about Bordeaux yeah. Sauvignon is it's very different to New Zealand Sauvignon, mm. I think. It's Much a little nicer. bit, yeah, it's a Sorry, bit more subtle. Yeah, it's a bit more... It's just kind of lemony rather than herbaceous. For me, I always feel like we want to like impress our friends mm. with giving them a wine that sure. they'll go, oh my God, wow. Yeah. Probably easier to do at Helen McGinn's house. Because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, my God, this is delicious. <laughs> but is there anything that you should say like that people should try out when they're looking for a wine, something that's quite wow this Christmas time? I think um, very often, again, we tend to think of the classics at Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, like a red Bordeaux yeah, or a... Yeah. But again, I think it's quite a nice idea just to change it up a bit. So, mm, mix it up. Yeah. yeah, mix it up. So maybe go for a classic Bordeaux blend, which is a Cabernet Merlot blend, but from a different country. Mm. So you're, which we have actually got for the cheese board. But oh, yeah. yeah. Helen, you're going to go see Mamma Mia. Yes. We're going to answer some questions. Yes. Uh, and hopefully Angela won't be shouting, Mamma Mia. <laughs> um, but before you go, do you want to run us through the wines? And we're going to list all the wine and cheese pairings in the show notes on this episode. So if yeah. you are putting on a cheese spread and you want to try some new wines and you don't know where to go, all the information will be on there and you can find it all out. So yeah, what, what else have you brought along today that we're going to get stuck into during our questions? So there is a washed rind cheese on there, which is quite funky, called mm. Highmore. And for that one, you've got a Malbec rosé from Argentina. And the reason for that is because with rosé, I think you get that freshness that you need to cut through, like we've talked about, but it comes with a bit more oomph. The flavour is a bit weightier. Right. It's like a Taleggio, that it reminds me of. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit like Pont Levesque. Okay, It's got Pont that Levesque, same yeah, exactly. Strong, to the, yeah. Yeah, so it is a bit rind, more pungent, yeah. so you need a bit more flavour. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then with the cheddar that we've got there, yeah. so that's the Godminster, I think. Yeah, Godminster, yeah, Godminster vintage. vintage. Um, yeah. So we have gone for a red. This is very much red territory oh, yeah. because harder and especially aged cheeses do work better with red wines but I would say what we've done here is like the cheddar it's organic so I wanted okay. to match up with the organic that's from South Africa from a brilliant producer Reineke who are one of the pioneers of organic and biodynamic uh, winemaking in South Africa and that is made from a blend of Cabernet and Merlot which is the classic Bordeaux blend but as we were saying earlier, this is done in South Africa right. and it's really juicy. Mm. And I think because that's quite a creamy cheddar, yeah. you don't want anything too tannic or mm. too right, chewy. Yeah. You want yeah. something a bit more supple, yes. which that okay. one does. Oh, yeah, juicy. Yeah, juicy. And then last but not least, we've got this gorgeous Colston Bassett Stilton, which is mm. one of my favourite yeah. uh, blue cheeses. And for this one, I mean, think about how strong and salty those flavours mm -hmm. are. So whatever we have in our glass has got to really come out fighting. Mm. So this is where you go for a sweet wine. And this is all about the contrast because your mouth will be full of gorgeous, creamy, salty flavours. Cut it through with a sweet wine that has got freshness. So this is a Baume de Venise. It's from the Rhone. And Sautern is a classic match for sweet wines. But again, this is from a region that, again, doesn't have that 
kind of mm. big name attached to it. The muscat is the grape, and they make it by adding a little bit of grape spirit before all the sugars fermented out. So it stops the fermentation. So you've got natural sugar in there and a little bit more alcohol because it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. And yes. it just sits so well with blue cheeses. But also, if you are doing like a, just putting everything on the table, if you've got pâtés, things mm. like that, that's a really good oh, smash yeah. good as well. Show, yeah. 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 Now, we often hear when people are talking about wines, we hear things like about mouthfeel and tannins. My friend is always like, the tannins, they're bad for you. My friend Colette, that's what she says, the tannins, it gives me an angover. What the hell is she on about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you need to tell Colette that tannins are good for you. Oh, yes. in your face, Colette. <laughs> They're not bad for you. Yeah. They're basically a, a compound found in the skins of grapes and the stalks and the pips. Hmm. So when you make a wine and you've crushed the grape, when you make a red wine, you ferment the juice with the skins. So mm. the tannins in the skins, they end up in the wine. And you know when you make a cup of tea and you leave the tea bag in for too long, then go and take a sip and it kind of coats your mouth, mm. like that furry, that's tannin. Mm. So it's in red wine, it's what gives the wine its kind of backbone. You look at some of the Italian Piedmont wines yeah. and, you know, you feel those tannins after once you've oh, dried. Oh, my word. Yeah. So the way they make it. The rule of thumb really is the thicker the skin of the grape the more tannic mm -hmm. yeah. the resulting wine will be. So Pinot Noir, yeah. which has a naturally thin skin, that's why it makes these lovely, elegant, Light, silky wine. wines because yeah. the tannins are never going yeah. to be in your face. Whereas if those southern Italian reds oh God, with yeah. big, thick skins, which they need because, you know, they're in a really mm -hmm. hot place, yeah. but they make very tannic reds. And also very alcoholic because, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the sugar content in those grapes. Yes, you know. yeah. really high. So, yeah, so that is tannin. Mm -hmm. Tannin's a good thing and they're definitely not bad for you. Okay, I'll pass that on to Colette. <laughs> And Helen, thank you so much. Enjoy Mamma Mia. Helen again, everybody. Thank you. We love you, Helen. <laughs> yeah, I love you. Thank you, Helen. Thank you so much. That was so fun. Oh, it was Thanks so fun. Thanks, Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Time. I actually really want to come and do an internship with you. You can, definitely. Well, thank you to Helen. Helen's now gone into the night to see Mamma Mia and she's left us with five bottles of wine. So uh, Ange and I now are going to get smashed. No, we're not. We're going to drink responsibly. We have questions from our wonderful dish listeners. Ooh. All right, Lynn has a question which I'd love to know the answer for. Do you have a food nemesis? Oh. Something that never goes right when you make it. Something where you're like, F now I'm not making that. Um... I suppose desserts is my nemesis in general. Right. It's not that it goes wrong. I don't like making it. And generally, I'd say nine times out of ten, it takes me a while to get it together mm -hmm. or I have to make it a few times. Is there anything that you know that Neil definitely can make better than you? Desserts. He's really oh, good. Yeah. He's very good at desserts. I think we both cook meat well and we both cook fish well. I think generally his knife skills are much better than mine. Ooh. If we take a leg of lamb or a whole chicken, I'll tell him to cut it all down. I don't like doing that. Yeah. He's much better at that than me. Should we have a bit of this cheese? A bit of the cheese. So I'm going to have a bit of this more. And this more goes with the Malbec Rosé. So I'm going to try that while you pick a question. All right. When you're watching a weekend movie, what do you have to munch on? That's from Lou Beanie 71 What do I have when I'm watching a movie? I can't imagine you sitting through a movie without talking. I'm all or nothing. Yeah. I'm either watching it and it's the most important piece of cinema I've ever seen and it's changed my life. <laughs> Oh, it's a load of shit. Me and Mish spend our life agreeing on watching something. Right. And I've got something wrong with me where if I watch something, 
you have to watch it too. Right. So I don't like it if he's on his phone. Right. So I, he just say, put what you want on, I'm on my phone. And I'm like, no, we're both going to enjoy it. And I've had that since a kid. I used to turn my grand's head to watch the telly. Weird. I'd be like, watch. But why? Because I like the communal experience. Okay, yeah. But snack-wise, all snacks. I love all snacks. Sweet or savoury? I like to do salt and vinegar crisps. I love salt and sweet popcorn. Ideally, when watching a movie specifically, I like an Indian. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that an brings Indian me on to a quick question. What's your favourite chutney? First of all, Mish calls chutney chutney. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he goes, chutney. chutney. Um, I love old chutney. I love like a spicy chilli jam. Oh, mm. I like a mango chutney. Yeah, love a mango chutney with yeah. cheese, like strong smelly cheese, yeah. bit of mango chutney. What do you, you guys have when you watch the telly? Uh, can't imagine you watching the telly. Oh, I love the telly, but it's I like don't... I can't imagine Victoria Beckham on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so the red with the cheddar. Okay. I like that red wine. That is delicious, actually. So that's the Cabernet... Renac Organic Cabernet Merlot. Oh, yeah. Organic cheese, From organic South bread. From uh, Africa. Helen knows her stuff with this cheddar. That cheddar. Godminster Vintage Bruton Beauty. That is called. wow. Mm. That is really good. I need that. And it's a, in its traditional truckle. Do you know what a truckle is? Don't look at your notes. A truckle? Yeah. Is that like the case it comes in? Yeah. Like the, the wax. The, the netty wax. Yeah, very good. Mm. Well, look at you, smart ass. Bought cheese before ranch. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Lauren wants to know question for you both. What would your death row meal be? Three courses and a drink. What would you go for? It sounds boring, but a bean and peach salad, a really lovely salad, mm. like in season, roast in season. chicken and cheese. So you'd have to save your death. So if I'd you're without to... a season, it's you'd be, be like, in you can't summer. electrocute her until it's, the summer. It's got to be the summer. <laughs> or out of season, it could be spaghetti puttanesca, roast chicken, cheese, red wine. There you go. Mm, okay. I like grated tomato on toast with an anchovy on it. Oh, yeah. Love that. Grated tomato. You know, like that tomato, like you get oh, in yeah, Spain the pan, on your holidays. Pan con tomato. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that when it's like mushy. Yeah. I'd have that. Then I'd probably have a quarter pounder from McDonald's with chips. From which one, though? Because it's got to be a busy City one. Road. City Road. Yeah, Is that by the Old Street. One? Yeah, okay, drive yeah. through. Sweet curry sauce. Yeah. And then as my drink, probably have Canastella, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> All right, so would you rather Pig and Stinky got to be human or you got to be a dog with them for one day? Oh, wow, that's a great question. And that question. is by Onya137. Mm. I love the numbers after everyone's name. Like robots. Yeah. I don't think I'd like to be... A dog? No, I'd like to be a dog in like the wild, but like, do I want to be a dog in like the park in Hackney? <laughs> like, I don't want to be like walked <laughs> up the street a little bit and then let loose in a park. Oh. And then I'm a lead put on and be forced to go home. <laughs> I'd like to be like a wolf or something. Oh, so I think okay. if I was going to transition to being an animal... It wouldn't be I a dog. I won't choose to be, be a... pig or stinky. Right, okay, fair enough. They have a nice life, yeah. but I've got that life already. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm with them all day. Yeah. So I'd prefer it if they were human and then I could talk to them and I'd just give them a few things. I would love to talk to the dog. Oh, my God. What If you could tell Betty, what would you want to tell Betty? I'd like to be able to say, pick your toys up, Betty. Just mm -hmm. tidy up after mm -hmm. yourself because mess everywhere. But we always laugh about the fact that we used to have Alfie. It was this Jack Russell who died, poor little Alfie. And he was spoilt rotten by my mm. mum. And then Otis, who we have now, mm. is my sister's dog, came with my sister from New York. We always say Otis was so well trained by my sister in New York. 
used to go in his crate, never begged for food, never tried to sleep on the bed. He was such a good dog. Then he came back to London, met Alfie for about a month, and we always mm. say Alfie was probably there going, what's the matter with you? This lot, they feed you anything. <laughs> Especially that old woman, she'll give you fried <laughs> eggs. And the fat one, you know, it will always give you anything you want. Go on the bed, they're Egyptian sheets, don't worry about it. <laughs> and we always do this thing that we just, Alfie was there in Otis's ear, and then suddenly like, oh, right. Otis has now become this, sneaks upstairs to the bed, <laughs> begs at the table, you know. So you just, there is something that dogs communicate to each other. They definitely do. They do, yeah. They definitely do. Yeah, I think I'd have them be human. Yes. I think, so yeah. I could talk to them. I'd love to meet Pig as a woman. Oh. I think she'd be Pig. a cockney. Because yeah. she was discovered on Streatham High Street. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like Naomi Campbell. Oh, there you go. Should we try the sweet wine? Yeah, this was the one you were looking forward to. <sighs> this is the one, yeah, I am looking forward to it. I'm kind of a little bit scared of it. We're going to have it with the Bassett Stilton, the blue cheese. Yeah. So this one apparently really rich and really creamy. Really strong. So this one with the sweet wine is going to be perfect. Yeah. Do you like a sweet wine? Do you ever have a sweet wine? Occasionally. Dessert wine. I don't mind it every now and again. Right, let's give it a go. Give it a a bit of the cheese. Pass a little. Do you know what that's good for? That really strong Stilton and that sweet wine. Mm. Like one of them days when it's in between Christmas and New Year and you don't know what planet you're on. (laughs) Yeah. Like really throw. Watching a movie. (laughs) Really mix it up and get on the sweet wine with that strong cheese. (laughs) And just like... But some people love sweet wine. Mm. So this would be perfect for them. Mm. So what's your favourite wine out of all of the ones you've tasted? We've got the red, the Sauvignon mm. Blanc, we've got the rosé, the sweet wine and the bubbles. I really like the red, actually. I did, yeah. I thought that was really nice, Merlot, and I loved the Sauvignon Blanc too. Angela, what is your biggest dinner party ick? Someone says mine is pre-assigned seating. I don't want to get stuck next to someone annoying. My biggest dinner party ick, I tell you what, is when you go round to someone's house and they've said you're coming for seven and then you don't sit down for like an hour and a half. I hate that. You're like mm-hmm. half seven, quarter to eight maximum. But if I'm still there at 8.30, quarter to nine, mm-hmm. I've been here like an hour and a half in your house and mm-hmm. what the hell are we doing? How long are we going to be here? That's my biggest <laughs> party. Or you've got to have a snack ready. Fair enough if the dinner's still cooking. Yeah. But you better have a dip ready. You've got to have something. If I, <laughs> I've got to have a dip I, if, ready. No, but I can go under if I'm hungry. Right. Like, I think something's wrong in the world. Yeah, yeah. Someone who's been on called Coldham, they say, as we sit in front of this beautiful cheese platter, are slices of plastic cheese ever acceptable? Yes, love I love a plastic them. cheese on a burger and stuff. Cheese, yeah. Yeah, and a burger. Mm. Or in America. Yeah. Mm. Cultural there. Um, <laughs> Angela, if you had to employ Nick in your restaurant, where would it be and what would he be doing, says Kate? Maitre d'. So the person who greets people well, like when Fred they Sirex. come in. Yeah, and I'd love to do that job. Because you'd be good at making people relaxed and comfortable. I actually want to do that job. I used to do doors at clubs. Did you? Yeah, so I feel like I could do that. Yeah, but not like a doorman at a club. No, not a doorman. I did the guest list. Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah. no, I think you could be good at that. I think you could be very good at greeting people, sitting them down, making them feel relaxed, getting them to order their first drink. My problem was be if someone wasn't on the guest list, but I thought they were nice, I'd just let them in. And then they'd have a problem with capacity and then there'd be like too many people in and then the people on the guest list couldn't get in. Mm. So I might have a problem with tables. Yeah. Camilla's table's gone. Oh, the lady was nice. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the next question from Lauren. Yeah. What is the most memorable meal you've had with your partners? Mmm. Go on. Lauren also says, what's the recipe for finding boyfriends? I'm done with online dating. 
<laughs> Cry face emoji. Oh, God. Poor Lauren. Lauren. Poor Lauren. Yeah, what's the most memorable meal you've had, do you think? One of the best I really loved was when I went over to see him in France and we weren't dating, but I suppose we were sort of getting towards that. And it was raining and he had organised a picnic. And we just went and he'd got like charcuterie, salumi, lovely red wine, cheese. And we went to this park and it pissed with rain. We sat under the umbrella having our little picnic. That's so cute. Yeah, bless him. That's so nice. Mm. That's like a film. Go on, what's yours My most memorable meal with Mish. Uh, Oh, maybe after he proposed to me. Yeah. Because we went to an Italian. Oh, he proposed. I didn't know that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Mm. I was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, not a chance. So you'd both spoken about getting married. Yeah, and we were both like, I'm not going to do it. And people kept saying, when are you going to propose? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not proposing. Uh, after that happened, we went to an Italian that we were going to. on. The, this is LA, yeah. Yeah, on the basis that it's the restaurant where Rihanna is pictured two or three nights a week leaving with a glass of wine. Right, okay. So she's always leaving, getting into a car yeah. with a glass of red wine like this. Yeah. And I was like, it must be all right, because she does not stop going. Yeah. And it's called Giorgio Baldi yeah. in Santa Monica. And I was like, while we're here, I want to go to the Rihanna restaurant because I've seen her leave with a glass of red wine yeah. for eternity. So we went there and it was delicious okay good really good like a really little low-key italian family nice. restaurant banging pasta yeah. but i literally just was like <laughs> <laughs> looking at my engagement ring for the entire meal like i couldn't go over it oh, couldn't go over it that's, so that's probably the most memorable because yeah. Misha's was like put your hand down yeah <laughs> but that was banging and that was like kind of dream day you know because oh. Misha and rihanna what quality do you most admire in me? Mm. 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 I love your unfiltered honesty. <laughs> I love that. But I find that reassuring. Yeah. You know, when someone's a bit weird, it makes me feel a bit weird. I'm a bit weird. No, 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 oh, you're not. Oh, the sorry. Opposite. Oh, right. Like when you. someone is a bit weird, uh, it makes me feel like when yeah. someone's a bit uneasy. Yeah. And then I feel all like weird all day. Yeah, sure. I think you make me feel more grounded. Oh, right. Which is nice. But I think you are grounded. I would say that about you. I, what I admire about you is the fact that there's a real loyalty with you. Having been to some of your parties and met friends, you know, people could presume given Instagram, you know, you're at so many parties and all the rest of it, your life is like that. But actually, you're very grounded. Yeah. And your family make you grounded. That's and great. your friends, that you've got real loyalty of people like you've known, you know, for years. Mm -hmm. There's no one I met at that party that has suddenly said, I was the newest friend, if you Oh, like. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There yeah. were people that you'd gone to university with mm -hmm. and you'd known since you were a child, you know. Yeah. So there's a real okay. yeah, genuineness about mm -hmm. you. yeah. We love each other. By the way, if you are listening to this and you're like, I want that wine and I want that cheese, all of these wines and all of these cheeses are available naturally at Waitrose. We are done for done. our episode and thank you for sending in all of your questions into us. If you ever have a question for me or Angela, email us dish at waitrose.co.uk and we will answer your questions if we remember. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> Coming up next week on Dish, we have Joe Wicks. I hit a brick wall and broke my hand. 
Ooh. I was having to do like one arm press ups and one yeah. arm burpees and stuff because I couldn't put pressure on the hand. Oh, Ooh, yeah. And um, then you got to do it dressed as a panda or a Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes it even harder. And in a few weeks' time, Dono Porter is going to be here to talk about Choose Love. Choose Love is a charity that provides assistance and aid for refugees worldwide. And you can check out their pop-up shop in Carnaby Street. I'm going to go and do a little shift in there before Are Christmas. Are you? Yeah. Very good. You can go and have a little look in Carnaby Street in London or go on their website, which is choose.love. Details of all the delicious meals I've cooked on Dish can be found at waitrose.com slash dish recipes. All the links are in our show notes. Like what you hear, then please share the love. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening today. Dish is an SE Creative Studio production. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.